0: And welcome to the Business Success Show, and you are in for a treat. Stay tuned in. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love, like family, vacation, sports, fun, adventures, and charity? So. Let's tune into today's podcast. And welcome to this video. And in this video, I'm going to talk about six powerful steps to business growth. In other words, six powerful things you need to do to grow your business. Let me give you a word of warning. If you don't want to grow your business, this is not for you. This is not for you. But if you're seriously thinking about growing your business so you can have more income, improve your sales, grow your grow your team. Have the lifestyle you want, then stay tuned in. And in this video, exactly that's what I'm going to do. Now, by the way, if you haven't taken the business growth quiz, go to www.businessgrowthquiz.me. Businessgrowthquiz.me. That means M-E. So it will show you exactly where maybe you may be falling short and where the gap is in your business, and you might want to improve that. It's a free quiz. So go ahead. Let's get onto this. Um, Six Powerful Steps to Business Growth. My name is Mac Atrum, for those who don't know me, and I've taught and trained and coached thousands of business owners in over 50 countries to grow their business, typically growing between 20% and 200% in less than a year by working on specific strategies and principles that we teach. Now, let's start with the first one. Number one, marketing, marketing, marketing. Now, when I talk about marketing, I'm not talking about your branding i'm not talking about your colors i'm not talking about your logos i'm not talking about just your website all these things are important but essentially for small business owners essentially what is it all about well the key thing is lead generation if we don't have enough leads coming in then guess what we don't have anyone to sell to there is no business so when i talk about lead generation i'm talking about the process of identifying and nurturing your potential customers so they can buy your service. Now if you can't put that identification and nurturing process in place, you're going to struggle. So there's three key things you need to focus on in this arena. One is who's your audience? Who's your market? Who's your target market? Who's your niche? That's the first one. Get clear on that. The second thing is when you do speak to them, what are you going to say? What are you saying well and and is that message consistent? You know, we've had people who come to us and I look at their messaging, and on one uh, channel they're talking about one thing, and another channel they're talking about and something else. So on LinkedIn, it's one thing. Instagram is another thing. On Facebook it's another thing. And when you speak to them, it's totally different. So what is the message, and is it consistent? Now, the second the third thing is the channel. in other words, the platform. Which particular medium are you going to use to send that message so your audience understands it, picks up on it and wants to engage with you and follow through? So lead generation, in other words, marketing, marketing, marketing. Number one, very quickly, sales. Number two, sales. Number two. Now, sales is a process. Some people love the process of selling. Some people hate the process of selling. Now, put it in the chat box. Which camp do you fall in? Do you naturally love it? Do you detest it? Well, you need to understand it is a process. And if you can follow the process, then you can create more consistency in your sales. Most small business owners and their teams don't have a process. So it becomes very ad hoc. Now, remember this no sales equals no income as my good friend and mentor blair singer says no sales no income that means we need to put a process in place where we consistently are able to close because if there is no um, closing of sales there is no money coming in there is no cash flow and if there's no cash coming in guess what ultimately you'll have to close shop you'll have to close the business let me give you some let me give you four quick things you can do in regards to sales one build rapport build rapport in other words get build affinity get them to know you like you trust you and vice versa number two understand their problems if you don't understand their problems and you can't articulate their problems and they don't feel like you understand their problems and needs nothing's going to happen number four pitch your solution now, if you understand and they get it, pitch your solution. This is how I can help you. And ultimately, when you've pitched your solution, ask for the sale. Most people are good at telling people what they what they do and what could, they can do, but they don't ask for the sale. We call this closing. You have, to, you have to have the ability to close the sale. Okay, so let's move on to the third thing I want to talk about, which is teams. The third thing in terms of business growth. Business growth have to have team you see you cannot grow your business to any substantial size unless there's a good team in place and when it comes to teams you know human beings can be very very difficult I remember someone once said you know my business was easy until I started having other people join me yeah so you need to have a process of hiring the right people with the right attitude and you if you're working alone right now you've got to think are there menial tasks that other people can be doing? Like you, you may be a coach or a consultant, or a small business entrepreneur. Is there something else th- someone else can be doing apart from you? Because if you're doing those menial tasks, let's say those menial, menial tasks are seven pound, 10 pounds, eight pound type. Or when I say eight pound, it can be $8, $10, nine euros, whatever. That these are menial tasks. Can someone else be doing that? Whilst you put your time and effort in something that's probably valued more around $200 an hour or maybe $300, $1,000 an hour. So you've got to think about how do I get this team in place? So you've got to have a process to identify them, recruit them, people with the right attitude. And I'll take if you give you an example. I had a client who was working alone. His name is Mark. And Mark was doing everything and he was getting to a place of burnout. And what we advised Mark is this. There are four, we stripped his business and told him there are four functions of your business that you need to start hiring people for. So pick the one you're good at, keep doing it. The ones you're not good at, that takes your time. Let's recruit people in. So for him, it was the bookkeeping. It was the finance. It was the admin side of things. Okay, so those four core functions we explained to Mark was this. um, Finance, finance and admin. Number two, operations. You know, when people pay you their money, what is it you do internally so that they are satisfied? And so for some of you, it may be putting stuff together, packaging things together and sending it. For some of you, it may be delivering a coaching program. It may be doing a training of some sort. What's the operation of your business? Some of you might be running an event. Some of you may be advising clients. The the third, third thing is sales. The third core function is sales you need to have someone who's selling for you. Now, it could be someone outsourced, it could be someone part-time, it could be someone flexible, but you or someone needs to be doing the sales. The fourth thing is marketing. I mentioned this at the top. Marketing, marketing, marketing. In in other words, the the process of lead, generating leads into the business. Now, once Mark put in the finance and admin person, every single week someone was doing the bookkeeping, he became less stressed. He continued doing marketing and sales because that's what his, his strength was. And then he started looking at how he can get other people into his operations, he's faulting an operations assistant to do those menial tasks so he didn't have to do it. Now he's hiring salespeople. So you can do the same thing. Let's talk about the, um, where are we now? We've talked about three things so far. I've talked about marketing, I've talked about sales, i talked about teams, and now let's talk about the fourth thing, systems and processes. I've already touched on that a little bit uh, in this last one when I talked about teams, systems and processes. In other words, think about what would happen if you can't be in your business for any specific length of time. Let's say you have a sickness or um, you're in hospital for two weeks, three weeks, three months, six months. What would happen? And if you answered my business will have to shut down, then you have a problem. That, 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 that gets you thinking, okay, what is the, what are the processes, what are the systems I need to put in place so that my team can continue those processes, whether I'm there or not? So what are the things that are repeatable? And if they're repeatable, we can put a process together. And so look at your customer service, look at your uh, complaint procedure, look at the way you do lead generation, look at the way you do sales look at all these elements of your business and put processes in place you know if you want a good example of that you've all heard of mcdonald's mcdonald's has a process in terms of how they make their burgers how they clean their tables you know so that the the chairman doesn't have to or the chief executive doesn't have to come in and clean the tables what is it for you because if you can create those systems, now you have consistency. Consistency in terms of the way people are treated, the way clients get what they're looking for, the way that things are delivered, the way that cash is handled, et cetera. I can go on and on and on. Now, that's systems and processing. Now, and if you struggle with any of these areas, you know I run an organization called Mindspace Coaching, and we provide, um, small business owners just like you, these templates and various processes to actually grow your business. We've been, I've been doing this for over 17 years. Now let's move to number five. Number five is all about finance. Now, in other words, the money side of your business, there is a saying that sales is vanity. Profit is sanity and cash flow is what cash flow is what some people say cash flow is king but cash flow is the reality now what do i mean by these three um, three things well from a finance perspective you've got to be constantly on this how many sales did we get in today this week okay at any given point maybe at the end of the month what how profitable were we in other words this might amount of money came in this amount of money went out so what were we left with and for a lot of small business owners, it's an inconsistent. So they look at their profit, if they start measuring it, and they'll see they're in a loss. That means we've got to fix expenses or we've got to increase the sales. And cash flow is the cash running through your business. And if that cash stops, in other words, you are not moving goods fast enough or you're not selling enough at some point when you run out of cash, you are in trouble and it happens to a lot of small business owners so how are you managing this or who is managing this for you and there are two essential things i highly highly recommend you do straight away if you're having cash flow issues or one is or well, three are essential things the first thing is learn to sell 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 so more cash can come in the second thing is hire a bookkeeper um, make sure the bookkeeper is doing that and can forewarn you of what's happening or where maybe the pitfalls may be. And you need to be looking at that in weeks and months coming up. And also make sure you have a, an accountant on board who is looking at your end of year figures and advising you, you as well. So these three essentials in place sell, 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 learn to sell and get your team selling. Uh, I would also say manage expenses as well but get a bookkeeper on board get the accountants on board as well The number six number six number six number six number six before we wrap up listen very carefully of all the things I've said they are essential but number six for me is the biggest are you listening are you with me number six is the biggest why number six is your mindset mindset As my friend um, and mentor, T.R. Becker says, your business can only grow to the extent that you grow. And as Robert Kiyosaki says, he says there are four mindsets in business. How many mindsets in business? He says there are four. Now, the employee mindset, the small business mindset, the big business or brand mindset, and the investor mindset. Now, some people say, well, Mac, I'm not an employee. Fair enough, Mac. um, am I self-employed or do I have a big business mindset? Well, the self-employed mindset is what I spoke about earlier on. What would happen to your business if you can't be in the business in two, for two weeks, three weeks, six months, what would happen? And if you answered, well, I don't have a business, then you have a small bit, you have a, the self-employed mindset, the small business self-employed mindset. Okay. That's the S. And if you have a team, if you have systems in place, then you have the big business or brand mindset. So if, to improve the mindset, think about what is it I'm doing in my business. Do I want to grow my business or do I want to stand still? Standing still, my friend, is dangerous. It's very dangerous because as we've seen in the last few years with the changes in the economy, the things change very quickly. So you must and I, I recorded a video on this, if you haven't seen it, check it out, it's on YouTube. And I talked about the seven essential mindsets you must have as an entrepreneur. Let me, very, let me repeat very quickly in case you missed it. One, resilience, adaptability, creativity, passion, have an open-mindedness. Six, self-discipline. Seven, risk-taking, become a risk-taker. Now, if every, anything I've said in this video resonates with you, just reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Make some comments um, here. Give us a thumbs up if this resonates with you, and also let me know if there's any other uh, videos you'd like me to share with you, or create for you, uh, or teach you. That'd be great. If you haven't already taken the business quiz, remember go to businessgrowthquiz.me. Businessgrowthquiz.me. That's m e at the end. So. It will show you where maybe you you may have a little weakness in an area of your business, maybe an area that you need to improve in, and also give you some steps on how to do that. And as always, if I can help you reach out to me, DM me, let me know, and subscribe. Hit the um, icon as well. So, you know, when we do, I send out videos like this, you'll be notified immediately so you can get engaged with us. All right, Mac out from here, checking out. You take care. Have a blessed rest of your day, and God bless. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.